Alice Barron, I've known you for some years now, and there is one trademark feature, if I may point that out to the listeners, which is you're always in joyous colours, joyous, exclamatory colours. And today's no different, I see, autumnal, one could say. Now, the question I have for you is which came first, the bright colours or India? I think I've always loved bright colours and combinations of colours, um, and that's yeah, that's been a huge part of my life. And it's probably partly what led me to to India um, in the first place. And then you must have fitted in so well when you did actually go there for the first time. You must have thought, yes, I have a soul connection to this place. I mean, it's it's incredible there. And I I think, you know, the, just this, the sense of colour, the detail in the colour and pe- everybody's perception of... Um, yeah, of how you might put different colours together and what they might mean. Um, and it really makes me kind of um, wonder why we don't do that in this country, particularly when it's a bit cold and a bit grey outside. So why are we speaking about South India? How is that relevant? Um, so my time in South India recently, um, in uh, so last December to March, um, was very generously funded by the Finzi Trust. And um, this project was very much a continuation of some work I'd been doing as part of a PhD and um, where I've, I've been studying the South Indian Carnatic violin tradition and then looking at how that might um, influence and be part of projects um, over in the UK. We'll come to that in a second. That sounds very exciting. Just explain what Carnatic means. And that's spelt with a C, isn't it? Yeah, well, it can be spelt with a C or a K um, oh. in terms of the English spelling. Um and also with an I or an A at the end, which is a bit confusing. Um, that is confusing, but what is it? Yeah, so this is the classical music system of southern India, so the five southern states. And um, the it, yeah, the music in the north of India is known as Hindustani. And these are the two kind of main classical music systems in India. And they do have um, quite a lot in common in terms of being based on raga, the, the modes, and tala, the rhythm, um, but those ragas are different in each system and the instruments are different and so in South India in the Carnatic system it's predominantly a vocal tradition where the violin has become, the European violin has become um, one of the main accompanying instruments and is now starting to become more of a, a solo instrument. How wonderful. So is there a sense in which the solo violin line imitates and reflects the vocal style? Yeah, absolutely. And that's really um, central to how the um, the violin playing style has developed because it was the European violin that was taken to India by colonialists. Um, but the way that it's played and developed is um, quite a long way from the Western classical violin tradition um, and it's played, you sit cross-legged with the scroll of the violin resting on your foot, which then leaves your left hand very free to create all these incredible kind of decorations and ornaments, they're known as gamakas, mm-hmm. that the vocalists do. And so, Did you say, sorry, can I interrupt mm-hmm. you? 
the scroll of the violin is down your foot, sitting yeah. cross-legged. So it's really almost kind of vertically down from your chin, and you're playing it yeah. like a cello almost. I mean. Yeah, like an upside-down so upside cello. upside-down. Yeah. Wow. Okay, so gravity's doing a lot of the work when it comes to the slides. Yeah, with the left hand, but is much more of a challenge in terms of the bow, um, for me anyway. Um, yeah, but I mean, I think um, going back to this link with the vocal... Um, tradition in South India um, violinists have really kind of just um, found any way to imitate the vocalists and so through doing that have created really quite extraordinary um, techniques of playing and kind of complexities I guess um, that have been fascinating for me to study and I've just I mean I'm still very much learning and um, constantly amazed by this way of playing an instrument that I've played for a very long time. What are you hoping to get now out of the knowledge that you've uh, absorbed from that experience? So, I mean, I guess this this way of playing is, um, you know, I'm not looking to become a a traditional Carnatic violinist, but it, it's more um, a way of kind of extending my toolbox as a violinist and thinking of this way of playing um, a bit like extended techniques in contemporary violin playing. Mm. And I love collaborating with all sorts of musicians, composers, um, musicians from lots of different musical traditions, um, who, you know, of which there are many in London. And also my own band and improvising with the band. And, um, yeah, I'm just finding some of these, um, let's call them techniques. I don't think that's quite the best word. But anyway, um, kind of, yeah, making their way into my playing in different ways and providing um, opportunities to be really creative and expressive with the instrument. So do you find yourself improvising a Balkan folk dance with a Carnatic accent? Can I put it that way? Does that happen? <laughs> I mean, I definitely think that some of the little ornaments are becoming quite embedded in my playing. So they mm. they might just come out in in something like it. Yeah, if I was playing a bottom dance. And interestingly, actually, I I can also hear them then kind of filter through the band because we all imitate each other when we're mm. improvising and um how wonderful and so yeah so, and i mean just like the other players introduce all sorts of other things um yeah little fragments get passed around mimicking each other's dialect in that way we should talk about the band it's iatra spelt i y a t r a and you can check out their music, which is absolutely wonderful. I'm a big fan already. IatraQuartet.com is the website. Alice, I think we probably have to leave it there. Thank you so much for giving us a taster into what seems a remarkably rich experience. Thank you. Thank you so much, and thanks to the Finzi Trust.